welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like capital ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It would mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy. If you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy, you can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions. And that means the world to me. And I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Be here. I've got quite some stories to talk to you about this morning. Um, as you guys may know, I had a little issue, to say it lightly, with um, all of the social 
platforms owned by the company that starts with M. And when I uh, woke up on December 27th, I was locked out of all of my accounts. And it was, for me, it was like a big deal because I, I use social media to build my business. I use social media to build my personal brand. A lot of the stuff that Rocky talked about, it's super important to me to be on social media. And then I also try <laughs> to take people as much as I can off channel and build my own email list. So um, I think that's really important because what I'm about to tell you will prove that to you. <laughs> so over the last two weeks, I was locked out and it was really impossible to reach anybody over there. And I, first of all, I want to just say thank you to all of the humans here on this app, no matter what room I dropped into, I was surrounded by love and I was being given so many different um, tips. People had lost their accounts before and people had uh, known somebody who had lost an account before and lots of people had lots of tips, lots of advices. Many, many people reached out to me and I also worked it on the back end too. And I was just relentless. And I started a new account a couple days after, a new, an Instagram, a new Instagram account a couple days after and was determined to prove that you could start from scratch. And I did, I built like a thousand followers in, in, in just a couple of days. And then after uh, this past weekend, I was, I was kind of like resolved that I was not going to get it back. It was it was, uh, it had been two weeks. I was locked out of my Facebook business page. I was locked out of my Facebook business manager, ads manager account, my private profile. I was locked out of my Instagram account, even though I did start a new one. Um, the Instagram account at the time had almost 50,000 followers. The Facebook page had 75,000. I was a verified Facebook page. I had tens of thousands of followers and friends on my personal account. Um, luckily, I didn't lose anything over on my TikTok. And then I woke up yesterday morning and I was locked out of WhatsApp. I just lost it. <laughs> I just started crying and I thought like, just somebody doesn't want me to be connected in this world. You know, what is this saying to me? Like, what is this message? This is just like, am I supposed to just go away? So anyway, long story short, um, I went to go work out and I was just, I was feeling like crap and I got out of class and my assistant messaged me and she said, I think we're back. And my Instagram account had been restored with a note from Instagram saying, I'm sorry or we're sorry, we made a mistake. And we logged in Facebook and I got my profile back. My page exists. I still don't quote unquote have ownership of it. Of it and I still have a restricted access on, access on my ads account, which is a bummer because I do run paid traffic to my business. And uh, my old account is back. And I actually have to, I, I realize I haven't even changed it here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it in the, in the link at the top here for a second. And then Sarah or whoever else, I just, I didn't copy the link that was there. So if you guys want to pull it back in a second while I change it in my Instagram bio, I'm so grateful that it's back, but it's been an emotional journey for me. And I brought a friend into the room who's here a lot, my friend Dave, who I was talking to during the period, and I'll have him introduce himself in a second. Um, he's, he's, he's a digital marketing expert with 20 years of experience and many achievements, and he's helped many people along the way. And he was a great friend to me during the process. And he's a VP at sales at a company called Internet Reputation. He's got, um, he's been doing this for two decades with cutting edge technologies. And he had a lot to say to me. And we were, were talking about like, you know, 
just people disabling and people, I don't want to use the H word because I just don't want to create that energy anymore. Even though it's part of my brand, I talk about how you can, my, my club is called Habit Hackers. And I talk about eating smarter, resting better, getting more shit done, being more productive, but hacking in a positive way. And, but there's just been so much negative um, connotation. It's okay to word. say it, Haley, you got to call it out. So people okay. are aware it's, it's all right. It's a, it's not a bad word. It's okay. All right. All right. Well, I want to, uh, I want to introduce you and I want to have a conversation with you today. And then we want to open it up uh, towards the end for, for questions. So if you guys are on the stage right now and you feel like there's something that you may want to shout out, if you can blink your mic or send me a message in the back channel that you do want to speak, that would be helpful so that we know how much time to reserve at the end. But um, Dave, say hi and tell us what you do. Thanks, Haley. Always a pleasure. Um, and then always a pleasure to be in the breakfast with champions. I mean, most, I mean, this, this room's been going on since I've been here and I, I just celebrated my year. So Glenn, thank you again. And the team, you guys always have you know, well-organized discussion, which is always key for me. So yeah, I just, I'm been in the reputation management space for literally two decades. Senior VP of internetreputation.com, uh, also co-founder of influence.com. Um, we started by selling, removing mugshots. You know, for, for the longest time, you've heard the, the myth that once something is on the internet, it can't be removed. That's not true at all. And we came in and we disrupted the space. It's funny, my brother-in-law, who's my partner, got arrested. It was a bar fight. And uh, it ruined an investment of another company. You know, they got through a lot of the due diligence, but they saw his mugshot online. And uh, he's got a unique last name, you know, Italian guy from Jersey. So first name's Adam, but the last name is, uh, is pretty unique. And uh, it cost a big investment. So we figured out how to uh, remove mugshots. And all we were doing was looking at high-end areas where people were getting arrested so we could talk to people with money because we wanted to charge a lot. Uh, we were messaging people on Facebook and LinkedIn. And it's grown into um, a full-scale reputation management agency where you know, we took over that space and then got into personal information removal and security and privacy and realized that nowadays, especially nowadays, your reputation is, is what you have, right? It's, it's the most important thing. One of the most important things for a business is your internet reputation. And if you maintain a good one, then great. But there's always challenges. There's always people writing bad reviews on Yelp and Google. And so we, we just took that content removal business model into you know, Yelp reviews, Google reviews, news articles, scam and phishing sites. And it just blew up. Even now to this day, there's only one other removal company, uh, which is Erased. I'll even say it just because I don't mind because we, we, we partner with them and white label with them, but it's Erased.com. Other reputation management companies, including Reputation Defender, and some of you guys have heard the names because you've, you've seen the commercials on, on Fox and CNN, um, they still tell you you can't remove information from the internet, which is completely false. So it's a very lucrative business, um, and it's just been a pleasure. Um, even coming on Clubhouse, you know, we've done almost $2 million in sales from Clubhouse. Uh, and it's just been an amazing ride. So thanks again for having me. 
Yeah, thanks for thanks for coming. I think this is an important topic topic to talk about, like all things like how we can serve people in this digital space, because I think that we think of the digital space as like, let's just put everything out there and build our brand and build our audience. And there's there's not a lot of thought process behind like being secure and, you know, creating that reputation or, or, or staying true to that reputation or upholding that reputation or, you know, keeping that reputation intact and, you know, and, and, and making our and, and making our accounts and our life safe online. So I know you're an expert in, in keeping accounts safe. How did you get to this point in your career? Like what has your journey looked like so far? Well, yeah, that was part of it. I mean, even before I met my brother-in-law, I was in SEO. And those of you that don't know what SEO is, it's search engine optimization where you get a, set, a site ranked for your business for specific keywords. So when we met and we started partnering together, it made sense. But honestly, I've been in the space longer than anybody in the space, longer than my friend Patrick at brandyourself.com. When he was on Shark Tank, we were, you know, uh, we were in the industry fighting the good fight. Um, so it's just something that I, I, I've always, once I got into SEO, I realized the opportunity on the internet and everybody in this room everybody on this stage is it's safe to say most of you are doing business on the internet we're all on clubhouse this is the internet and i realized and i recognized early on that the opportunity with the internet is ever growing and ever so changing and that's why i still love it to this day because it's an industry that keeps me on my toes because if i'm not on the cutting edge then i'm going to be left behind you know even 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 this last week I met somebody in this room that was speaking. We were having a room, I think we were talking about vaccines the other day, last week. And one of the people that was in this room on stage messaged me and their business is completely different than the way the internet is now. It was a door-to-door -door business and now they're realizing they need to go onto the internet because a lot of direct marketing and sales, especially door-to-door, -door, it's becoming non-existent so that's the one thing and that's the journey is that i've realized and recognized early on that it's the internet is always growing and there is so much opportunity for anybody out there that wants it to grab a hold of and so that's my climb even with opening influence.com i know ever since i've been on clubhouse almost the last six months <clears throat> i've been kind of just throwing that out there because i believe influence.com is going to be a hundred million dollar company between influencer marketing, ads, and, and marketing for brands, as well as now even NFT, metaverse, and crypto marketing. Plus, we just married it to the name, you know, one word, exact match, quality name, influence. The opportunity alone in that, you know. So there's opportunity everywhere, and that's what's keeping me going throughout my journey, is just realizing every day, waking up every day, it's like there's a new adventure. There's a new adventure today and something's going to catapult me or I'm going to do something that's going to take me to the next level. I appreciate that. Are you still there? I feel like I got it slightly cut out and I don't know if it's your No, name. no, yeah, I was just, just done with that part. Okay, cool. So um, talk to me a little bit about what steps you have taken to grow your business over the last year. Like how have you been as specific about, like I know that I, this happens to me and it just happened to me um, last week when I, when all my accounts went down, I had to really look at um, redoing 
my, or replanning my entire, like literally my entire year. So I had several projects and launches and things that I was going to sell in place. And when my accounts went down, I lost access to a lot of people. I mean, hundreds of thousands of followers. And I do a lot of business combination between social media and and email uh, communication. And I had to reset all of my goals for the year. So I know that when you're launching a business like that, like what does that look like for you? Well, we're, we're, we're real organized and goal-oriented just because first we started this, everybody said we couldn't do it. And so our goals have always been unimaginable, but we always like to plan ahead too, because honestly, we bootstrapped, you know, our biggest competitor is Reputation Defender, also known as Reputation.com. And over the last five years, they've re- raised almost $160 million. The CEO has completely diluted himself to where he's, he's really not even the, it's a board that runs the company. Same with Brand Yourself and all my other competitors. We have not received one investment. It's completely bootstrapped. And we learned this thing on our own. We didn't have any, you know, really any big advice except for from some of our coaches. But other than that, we figured it was, so excuse my French, everybody, but we have a saying. It's part of our culture, and it's Fitfo. Some of you have heard me say it before. I actually own Fitfo.shop. I was going to sell merch one day, but it's figure it the fuck out, right? We didn't have anybody to tell us these are the steps to go in. Follow this, and you'll be successful. We had to Fitfo that shit all the way. So we try to plan ahead so that in the midst of your plans, like you said, Haley, when things happen that you don't expect, that aren't in your plans, you have to learn to optimize. You have to learn to calibrate. You have to learn to adjust and pivot. So we set our goals. Usually if we're setting a goal for a year, we're doing our goals in Q4 for Q1 of next year, Q1 for Q2 of next year, and so on and so forth. Sometimes even farther. You have your long-term goals and you have your short-term goals. Uh, and, and we know that one thing that we've always learned that I've always understood is that everything is subject to change, right? You can make as many plans as you want. Everything is subject to change. So you have to build that into your plan, not maybe exact steps in case something changes or something's different and doesn't happen the way you want it to, but you have to plan knowing that everything is subject to change and that could change at some point, especially with growth. There's nothing that more that changes your plans than, you know, a huge growth. The growth that we experienced was kind of like that because we, you know, we went from doing 10,000 a month to 100,000 a month understaffed. So then we lear- had to learn how to hire the right staff or train the right people and reproduce ourselves. So I guess the answer to that question would be, you know, to always plan uh, and know that everything is subject to change, plan early enough. And you know the old saying, if you shoot for the moon, you'll hit, you'll, you'll hit a star, you shoot for the, the, a bird, you hit a rock. So I, our goals are always a lot far more than what, what, we could, what we probably can actually achieve. And it's just constantly a growth pattern. Hopefully that helps. Yeah, it's so interesting. I was, I was teaching, well, I, on Mondays in the middle of the day around two o'clock mountain time, I do what's called a coaching circle. I have my own little mini um, Habit Hackers mastermind and I have students that come in 
and it's like a $27 membership where they get a weekly magazine from me and every Monday they have access to me and, and I coach and I, and I put them in the hot seat. They can raise their hand ahead of time. They can submit a question. They can submit a topic. And we talk about all things like, you know, building businesses online, branding, marketing. We talk about, you know, how to keep yourself healthy and um, holistically happy. We talk about eating smarter. We talk about resting better, getting more proactive rest. We talk about being more productive. And we had a conversation yesterday about calendar management and somebody in the beginning of the class raised her hand and just said, she just you wanted to say hi she hadn't been here for a while she was a student in one of my courses and she said that she she apologized for being behind and i said i don't i don't you're not behind nobody's ever behind <laughs> nobody's ever behind like it doesn't matter whether it's my course or anybody else's course when you take a digital course you get to go at your own pace usually and you, you can never decide that you're behind because when you're behind then there's a mentality that you're just always in catch-up mode and it never feels good but what you do get to do is you get to you get to set goals for how you want to go through the course, and you also get to set goals of uh, I'm mean, not set goals. You also get to dis you also get to design your calendar the way that you want to. And it sounds to me, this is what I was saying to her. It sounds to me that you just have never calendared this weekly Zoom that we do. And she said I was right because I said if you calendar it, you would show up. Exactly. I calendar everything. Like literally, I know that at 7:15 every single morning, I'm walking out of the house. I'm taking my daughter to the bus stop. And I know usually from about eight to nine o'clock, I'm doing, I, I don't schedule any calls. I mean, this is the one thing during that hour, this practice of champions room that I'm doing, but I don't schedule anything because I use that one hour, eight to nine to kind of like get ready for my day. And then I actually go work out from nine to 10. And then I usually start my quote unquote work day at my desk sometime around 1030 or 11 and work until the middle of the afternoon, two, three o'clock. And my morning routine happens before 730. This morning I got up, I think at like 447. I did my meditation, I did my skincare routine, I got dressed, I got ready, I put myself in the right mindset, and then from three o'clock on, I'll play on Clubhouse, and then I do activities with my daughter, we do dinner and evening routine. The reason I'm telling you this is because, you know, we're talking about goals, and we're talking about mindset, we're talking about calendaring, and, you know, the things that I put in are my non-negotiables first. Like, it, if I'm setting goals and I, I and I want to do something, then if it's if it's just on a piece of paper, as a, like journaling it, that's fine. It's an it's an idea. It's the manifestation is starting. It's an intention, but it's not going to happen if you're not creating a project out of it, managing it, and putting space on your calendar to actually get it done. So if you let, want let to, I was just going to say, let me add to that too, Haley. Uh, yeah, uh, there's a book. I don't know if you've read it, but it's great. It's good for people out here if you're out there. Uh, listening to this segment, I, I highly recommend you get it. It's called Deep Work, uh, Deep Work by Cal Newport. And you would really like it, Haley, because it really talks about setting those blocks of time aside during the day without distractions. And, and if you do an hour of deep work, it translates into, you know, two, three, four hours of somebody just working with throughout all those distractions, like turning, like I turn the notifications off on my phone, I turn my phone upside down, so that if I have a block, an hour of block of deep work, literally the book breaks it down, but it really just tells you on how to get the most done, especially in that scheduled lifestyle, because I live off my calendar too. If it wasn't for my calendar, I don't know what I'd do. Yeah, so. and the, I, you and I were talking yesterday, and we had a call last week, and it was just like, "Yeah, are you free this time? Cool, I'm not going to show up if you don't send me a Google, you know, calendar invite." And so we sent you one, and that's what's happening today. You know, at twelve o'clock, we're going to be talking. We did that last week. I'm the same way. Like when I even they don't have, have that in my calendar. Like, Do you want to have your assistant uh, send me that link too? <laughs> she hasn't sent it yet. Okay, thanks. <laughs> did she no, not yeah, send yeah. it yet? I just, I just, I just actually. That's funny. We were starting to talk about this, and so I, I, clicked into our group text message and said question mark <laughs> so i need that in my <laughs> calendar that's so funny
Yeah. And, but I'm the same way. Um, because even when I'm like, when I'm connecting, like in a not so business manner with even a friend, if we were just going to shoot the shit, you know, there's so many times where it's like, Hey, are you available now? No, I'm not available now. Are you available now? No, I'm not available now. No, I'm running into this. No, not not good. How about between three and five? What time zone? It just, Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to breakfast with champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorningfive.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. It doesn't work anymore with all of the things and all of the things that we're connected to it just doesn't work without calendar management. It's funny because I was actually going to host a challenge starting yesterday called Reclaim Your Time. I did it twice last year and I did think I did it once the year before. It's a massive success. I will host it again, but without my social media accounts, I just didn't want to invest that kind of energy and not be able to reach the, the, the amount of people that I knew I could reach. So I am rescheduling it probably for February 7th, but I'm going to go ahead and post a link up at the top here for a, a goal setting workshop. And I'll tell you why I'm doing that. I'll give you one more chance to, to, to come back and revisit my old, which is now my regular Instagram account, which is above my head. And then, and then I'm going to switch the link as we're talking right now. So go ahead and, and, and grab that link if you have just not been you know, getting my post, if you've wondered where I've disappeared to, if you've been like, oh my God, where is she? Well, my accounts were all hacked and they were gone. And that is the way that you can come back and get in touch with me now. So link is at the top of the screen and three two, one, I'm adding something else. And the reason I'm doing this is because when I had to, when, when I lost my accounts, first of all, I, what I'll tell you something about me is I goal set like you, like very far in advance. So in, in November, I, like I was done with work for 2022. I wasn't even just like done <laughs> right. with goal setting. I had really planned and set myself up where I could get into just like complete intention manifestation, setting up organizing for 2022. And I was really, really proud of myself. So when this all happened on December 27th, I had already had all of my social media posts written for the last two weeks of December, first week of January. I'm talking about four different Facebook groups that I manage, um, my Facebook page, my TikTok videos were done, my reels, my Instagram posts, my stories were all, were all ready to go. Like I had everything done. And I have Not to say, Haley, that what you set a good example. Those of you that have been following Haley throughout her process over the last few weeks, it's a great example of what I was just talking about, how even though you can plan, and something comes your way that's not part of the plan, she adjusted like a boss. And so it's just something good for everyone to pull from on how to not let the, the challenge overtake you, but to just take a step back and re-optimize and, and re-pivot into a, into a better direction that's gonna help you. So, so good job, Haley. Thank you. I mean, I don't think that I'll ever get that far ahead in my social media. I like things to be really relevant. So my normal business strategy is that I actually, I have the intention. Like I know exactly what I'm doing, what month, what week, what quarter, I've got everything outlined and mapped out, but I usually don't do the copywriting until um, two weeks ahead of time for my podcasts and blogs and newsletters and about a week ahead of time for social because I want things to be super relevant and it, it feel like I'm like literally speaking to you in real time and obviously when I'm doing the face to video stories on on Instagram I am speaking in real time but it's but it's planned out like there's a general plan so anyway long story short I had to pivot and it was kind of devastating and it's not necessarily content I have to throw away there will be a way to repurpose it come February because I will rehost the chat redo the challenge but it was a lot of work and I was just thinking to myself 
Like this isn't just like, oh my gosh, I got to find where my accounts are and try to enable them again. But I want to simultaneously rebuild new accounts. I want to, I've got to pivot all my content. I've got to pivot my whole strategy. I can't launch February. I mean, January 10th or whatever yesterday was the challenge. I'll push that to February. And while I was, and, and then so many things got pushed back and, and so many things had to be rewritten and no, nobody, we, of course we didn't know when anything would, would, would come alive again. Like we didn't know, are we going to get it back? Do we have to pay for it? Do we have to, meaning the accounts, are we, are we just going to completely rebuild from scratch? Like what's going to happen here? So many different strategies, so many different pivots. It's been emotional. Like, you know, I was mad. I was upset. I was frustrated. I was feeling energized. I was excited. I was excited to grow new accounts. I was depressed. I was crying. Like there were lots and lots of different things going on. But what I started documenting was actually my process in how I do set new goals when things happen. And I don't know if you guys remember, but the very end of the year, I had my husband come on as a guest and he is, um, rock star when it comes to the sport of triathlon. Well, he's retired now, but he taught, he told us a story about when he got chronic fatigue at the very end of his career. And he was a world-class athlete. Like his goal was to be the, the world champion in the sport of triathlon. And he had been, um, uh, several time, um, you know, he was a national champion and he was on the uh, Olympic committee for the U S and he was the, uh, first American ever to win, you know, specific, I mean, it was just like a big deal, but he wanted to be the world champion. And, and when he got chronic fatigue and this other guy came on the scene, um, who was a little bit younger than him, he realized like he had to readjust his goals. He probably wasn't going to be world champion anymore. And so I had to do that too. So I decided to document that. And I decided to put this workshop together, which is sitting at the top of the screen for you guys. So it's totally free. And I'm going to do it on the 26th and it's two hours. And I'm going to, for one hour, I'm literally going to spend time on personal and lifestyle goals. Because when you don't set yourself up in your personal practice of whatever that is to clear your brain and put yourself in the right mindset. And, and, and like this morning, you know, like I, if you guys watch my Instagram stories, I'm pumping music in the car with my 12 year old, she loves BTS. And then I pump my own music after. Cause I, I mean, I like BTS, but I don't love BTS. And I come home and I, I've got my Americano and I, you know, I set up my space and like personal, personal practices that put you in the space, personal organization. And I've already done my morning meditation and, and, and then I'm going to my workout right after this room. And, and then the second hour is going to be business goals that will help you get to where you want to be. So come for one hour, come for both hours, do whatever you want. Don't come at all. <laughs> but I just wanted to mention that like, it's okay when you have to pivot, it's okay. Like you guys, the climate online, the last couple of years has probably made most of us pivot and also coming back to our original conversation contributed to more business owners needing to focus on security measures. And so I want to bring that back uh, around full circle, Dave, and see how, you know, see where that conversation goes. And again, you guys, um, if you would like to ask David a question or me a question, I will check the back channel, but you can blink your mics. It is rolling up. We're only 26 after the hour. We have, you know, a good half hour left, but I want to know how much time to save. So if you do want to open your mic at some point, please blink it or send me a message. I ideally blink it. I don't know if I even get all the messages here on Clubhouse. It's a weird platform. Um, and let us know. All right, Dave, go ahead. Take that over. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, we're talking about, next? we were just talking about um, how much the climate has changed in the online space, over the, which you started addressing a couple minutes ago and how so many of us have to focus on different kinds of security measures. And I'll share some of the things that 
I decided I needed to do that I wasn't doing and, you know, backup procedures, but I'd love you to start that conversation. Yeah, sure. Well, one thing a lot of people don't still don't even realize the, you know, the, effect, the changes that have taken place even just the last couple of years when it comes to security. I have a friend in the audience, I think too, Tom Ryan is involved in security. So there's a lot of uh, helpful people on this app, but if, if any of you remember right around March of 2020 when with the solar winds hack, if you don't know anything about it, I, and you do own a business, I suggest that you do a little bit of research because even those of us that are in the privacy sector to this day still think that we haven't even seen the full effects of, of what happened with the solar winds attack and which was a hack over the solar winds company, which, a lot of government agencies and, and major companies were a part of that. So, you know, even if even when you think of like companies like LexisNexis and other inf informational companies that were hacked that literally hold everybody's personal data, right? Um, so the measures that people have to take to protect yourself, whether it's privacy or even online, because nowadays we live in a cancel culture society, unfortunately. So if you're a business owner today or you're an entrepreneur, I'm going to just tell you, you're not always going to get, you might have a run a very good business and your customer service might be on point, but you're never going to have a hundred percent satisfied customers. And so one of the biggest things that you can do to protect yourself, this is just privacy aside, just protecting your brand, protecting your name and your reputation online is to have good customer service and to, set the right expectations with clients. That's, you know, especially if you have a sales team, if you have people selling for you, right? You have to make sure that that message is consistent across your team, that you set the right expectations. So when it comes time to deliver and to fulfill that order, whether it's a service or a product, you know, you're getting the best feedback. Even if you don't get great feedback, you're, you're stopping from, because all it takes is one bad review, one site, you know, I deal, and then you have to call a guy like me and I charge a lot, <laughs> right? I mean, we charge a lot. It's a premium service because removing stuff from, from the internet is not easy. It's easy to put it up. It's easy for me to complain about you, but it's difficult to get it down. It's, is it doable? Absolutely. But there's just a lot of work, as Haley knows, a lot of wait time and a lot of, you know, back and forth to be able to accomplish that. So I've always found, we've always said this, and there can, there's people that could attest to this even on Clubhouse. If you can't do the project or if you fail, there's nothing wrong with refunding the client. We do that all the time. Sometimes we say we, th we think we can accomplish all, and we accomplish probably about 90% of it, but there's always those ones where it's just out of your control. So having good customer service, oftentimes, if not the majority of the times, and, and good expectations will, will protect your brand and your business and your name from getting tarnished. It takes one review to ruin a company. You know, it takes 30 years to build a phenomenal company with an exceptional reputation. It only takes one bad mention on the internet to completely destroy it. And, and so in my space, I've learned to have to have a lot of empathy because when you're dealing with people, when, you, when your whole thing that you've built for years and years and years and put blood, sweat, and tears, and money into it is getting tarnished because either A, you didn't do your job, or B, 
you know, there are those, those Karens and those, uh, sorry if your name's Karen out there, <laughs> and there are those people that just complain about anything that have nothing better to do that decide to troll or tarnish your name online. And they can utterly destroy you, you know. Uh, it, can get, it can get picked up by news. And, you know, we've, I've, we've had people literally uh, suicidal call in. Uh, some crazy stories that I tell you maybe in another day, but it's just been just ridiculous. And the pain. Even ask Haley. I mean, her, you know, her, her let's just say it was hacked, right? Um, she's had to gone through a lot of emotional stress, lack of sleep. It's all hard on our mental health. And as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, you know, if anybody has to be on point, it's her. She sets the tone for the company. Yeah, she has great people, and I've talked to some of them. And Haley, you have, some, you have a phenomenal team, by the way. Yes, you have those people that you put in positions to carry you, but everything, in, everything rises and falls. John, Max, John Maxwell said this in one of his books, Leadership is Influence. Everything rises and falls with leadership. So, you know, the amount of emotional stress, even us, we can remove Yelp reviews, but you have no idea how pissed off we get when we get a bad review, right? Because sometimes we leave them up just to show that as a reputation management company, we handle negative mentions and not just remove them, right? Although we do remove the majority of them. But even then, we're not even getting our, our chargeback percentages. Some of you might not even believe me, but our chargeback percentages is only 1.5%, which is unheard of. It's phenomenal. We don't get chargebacks. We don't want chargebacks because we have, since we're in a high-risk business, our merchant accounts consider us high-risk. So it only takes a few nicks for them to just remove a merchant account. And if you remove one of our merchant accounts, I mean, that's 100 to 2, even maybe more, I won't say the full number, of processing. And then we have to go through another process to get another merchant account. So the, the, the problems and the things that come from negative mentions just aren't worth it if you just try to meet that customer or that potential customer that had that negative mention where they're at and see if you can settle it. People make the mistake often of responding right away online and usually say something that you shouldn't say. Or you ruin your chance of them changing or updating or taking down the negative mention. Then you have to call a guy like me and pay several thousands of dollars, right? So, so there's some things that you can do just to protect yourself and your brand online. It's not just about security because it's really basic and easy to protect yourself from the amount of data diggers on the internet and hackers. Are you able to share any of that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like I said, it's, it's the basics that we've been talking about over the last week, Haley. It's, you know, make sure that you have your two-factor two, two authentication. Make sure that, you know, it's your email um, uh, connected and you have a backup email so that in case your email is ever hacked, you can get it through the, the most backdoor, which is a, is a backup email. But even, even then, you know, if you have a company and you have passwords, like we, we, sh we change our password every 30 days. And the only one, they have a password, a master password sheet, but the only one that has that master password sheet is the C-level exec. So the sales, the customer service manager, the, you know, VP, the marketing director, there's a master sheet. And all those passwords, it's a pain, but they get changed every 30 days. Um, and then each division or each office has a um, process to where if someone needs a password, they have a whole process on how that person either gets the password or logs in or gets access to whatever they might need.
So, so there, there, there's some simple things that you can do uh, there. Maybe we can open it because there's a lot of different scenarios uh, on, and people might have some questions. So I'll just kind of keep it brief in, for that, that part of the segment. Yeah, I will tell you guys, though, just with my accounts, I actually had two-factor authentication set up on all my accounts. My Facebook account was, um, my Facebook page was actually verified. It was a verified account. My Instagram account was not. Um, you couldn't get into any of my accounts without a code. I had for my Facebook pages and groups, I had people who were able to, you know, be creators on the account, but I didn't have anybody else who necessarily had like administrative access. And, you know, even with all of that, somebody yeah. somehow got into my, my, my page, my, sorry, my, my Facebook business manager, which is your ads spending account so that you can run ads through Instagram or Facebook they started to spend, they got in, I mean, I got a message, an email the next morning from Facebook saying an unrecognized user is trying to get into your account, you know, verify here. But I was sleeping when it happened that I never verified and they still got in and they started to spend my money using my credit card that was on my account. And they went ahead and posted some very illicit content that massively violated community standards. And that's why Facebook yeah, took exactly. down all of my and disabled all my accounts. So, you know, so even with all of that happening, it, they still got through. And I mean, it's just messed up because no matter what I was trying to do, I mean, I was hitting it from 10 different angles, you know, with different account managers that were working with me and even connections that we got inside of Facebook and obviously all of their help desks and security desks through Instagram and Facebook, like my team went full time, you know, badass, like all day long, relentlessly, persistently, you know, trying to connect and fill out forms. But we just, we couldn't get in touch with anybody to, you know, we kept getting these, I think, robot responses saying, you know, take a picture, hold this code up, send it to us, prove that you're you, send us this, this, this six, six digit code, but I couldn't even click the link to even get the code. Like it was a mess. And I did have all the security things in place. One of the things that I am doing, a couple of things that I am doing forward, because I know a lot of people are like, what lessons have you learned and what are you going to change? Well, everything is going to still be six, you know, two factor authentication. Another thing that I'm doing is making sure my team has two-factor authentication on all of their accounts, because if there's any way that, you know, somebody has my account open for whatever reason and their account isn't secured, I don't know. Like, I'm just making sure that my community manager, my assistant, my project manager, my business manager, like anybody who just works for me has two-factor authentication on all of their accounts. The other thing that I'm using, and I know that you don't love this, but I'm using LastPass to keep all of my passwords secure I will put every single one of my passwords, whether it's like, you know, into the password to my, um, you know, where I buy my favorite cacao, <laughs> my Amazon password to my Facebook password to whatever inside of LastPass. And then I'm going to change the master security password on that, on that uh, platform once a month. And the only person that's going to have the master password is me. And you can't, get into LastPass unless you fill out username, password, and then they send you an email to your account and then you verify. There's like multiple variations. So I can't even get my passwords unless I go through all of that every single time. But you are able to share um, through that app ways for people to get into certain things. So if you do have a community manager working for you, or you've got somebody that needs to get into your Canva account or somebody that gets needs to get in your, into your, you know, your Dropbox or your Google, there's ways to share it without them actually having your password. Um, yeah, and Haley, what I would add to that too, based on what you just said also, is the other things, we kind of touched it yesterday as well, is if you're ever getting, especially if you have you know, a lot of followers on your accounts, or if it's your business page, or if you're verified, you're a target. 
right? You could be a brand, you could have a following, or you could just be, you know, some type of, of company that where they, they think they can benefit from your accounts. Just be very careful when you're getting communication from some of these platforms because oftentimes you'll think Facebook is messaging you, but it's really somebody that's trying to breach your data or, or your account. So you have to really look and be very aware of the, the emails that you open from Facebook, from Instagram, from YouTube. Um, I used the example of Jim Browning yesterday, which is he's three point something million followers, on, subscribers on YouTube. He's the biggest scam baiter in the world that runs a YouTube channel about it that hacks into scammers computers. And so he's a big target. And he was scammed recently a few months ago where he was convinced through an email that YouTube was communi communicating with him and they actually got him to delete his own channel. Fortunately, of course, they were able to recover it. But if someone's able to scam through email, the biggest scam baiter in the world, what does it say about you and I and how very aware that we need to be when we're getting communications from these different platforms. Yeah, it's really, it's really scary. You really don't know where a lot of these emails are coming from. I got an email this morning. I actually forwarded it to um, somebody on your team just to look at it, just so you guys could see it. And I, I can't even tell if it's from Facebook. Like, you know, it's got one of those addresses that you would think, but it's not professionally in the body of the email. Like, it doesn't look like it's, it looks like it's like a support ticket email, but they're asking me to go through another click here to get your account, you know, back abled again. And I'm like, what are you talking about? My account is already abled. Like, it's not disabled anymore. Why would I click this? And it, it, like, true, legit, I don't have ownership of my Facebook page right now. I don't know why I'm not the owner. They took it away from me. Um, we've been able to use it because I have t people on my team who have been able to have like administrative access. But, you know, we've been putting in support tickets to get the ownership back. And they sent me an email this morning saying like, in order to prove that you're you again, you know, uh, click the code that we gave you, you know, emails back a picture of you with the code on it written, holding up so we can see your hand. I'm like, you didn't even send me a code. I don't even have a code. What are you talking about? And is this even you? So it's just don't click on anything that you don't recognize. When I was sending people messages from my new Instagram account and when I was sending people messages, I created a new WhatsApp account yesterday. Um, you know, good on them. Some of my closer friends were messaging me back, showing me screenshots and saying, is this you? I just got this message. There's no photo on it. Your name's not on it. Just says HH. Like, yeah. Good. Double check. When you don't recognize an account, when you don't recognize an, an address, like if you see a typo in an email, when you see a link that looks fun, funky, do not click on it. Absolutely. Even, even here on Clubhouse, you know, watch out for the links that you click on. Uh, someone tried to get me the other day um, through a text message. I knew that that text message was fake. I wasn't going to click on the link. Um, there's a lot of scams even just from email blasts and and calls and, and you know scammers will they'll um, use site you know things like Google Voice where you can literally call anybody from the area code that they're in so it looks like it's a local call so you just have to be very very um, uh, aware of, of what you're clicking on and, and what you're looking at hey David this miss pillow talk Matt chime in on this for a moment I had someone to send me um, a message and they said they were following me on IG. I'm new to all of this social media stuff. My daughter set up everything for me. I just wanted to make mention as I was listening to Haley, um, what I did notice about the IG person that was talking to me, he had only 30 posts. And this particular person, he's well-known, well-rounded. He has over probably 
2,000 posts on his real page. So that was one indicator that I, I looked at. I was like, this can't be him because he has way more than 30 shares on his IG. He, you know, he's a, a great person out there. But that's what I started looking for, just different uh, evidence. And say, for instance, you have an email address in your IG. This person didn't have the email um, address because we can click and go to the, uh, you know, the email account just to prove that that was who he was, but they didn't do it. So I'm real skeptical about um, talking and speaking to different people on the social media site, even though I'm on Glenn Lundy's page, he was talking to me and I'm like, that's not him. And I had back channel, um, one of the people that's on the morning show, with him to ask is are you talking to me right now and that wasn't him so they are using our pages let's say for instance me i don't come on social media that much so they are hijacking the pages and really doing a whole lot of damages but we have to look for certain things that kind of give you an indication that that's not that person i just wanted to add that to the room and thanks so much you guys yeah thank you yeah, absolutely you have to you you know i i I am overly paranoid, but that's because of the industry that I'm in, right? But even then, if you're new to the internet, you need to take precautions because you're who they're targeting, right? You're the ones that, because I, I've, I, sometimes I, since I watch these scam baiter call, these videos on YouTube, I kind of play with along with scammers just to see, you know, what tactics they're using. And plus the more time I waste of theirs, the less time they're, they're scamming. And that's just, that's just the way I take my, I take my business seriously. So. I, th I think I, I kind of do it just for shits and giggles too, but you know, the things that they say, if you're aware, you can catch them right away. Um, but some that's not really paying attention and falls right into their trap can get taken for a long ride, which sometimes costs thousands and thousands of dollars. You know, they, they'll empty your whole account. If, if they get access and they can see how much you have, they will try to take it all. So good job. Beware. <laughs> Um, and I want to add this. 100%. I want to add this last part. They got me through crypto. Uh, he said that he, I won a thousand dollars, and of course, my daughter she knows about all of this, and she was like, "You believe that?" I said, "Well, he just asked me for my personal information, which I would never give that on social media. I'm just not that person." But he made me believe that I had won money, and he even showed me. I said, "Well, if I won the money." Why come I don't see uh, the date and the timestamp? The timestamp was at 7 a.m. and we were like in the four o'clock p.m. hour. And he said, don't worry about that. You know, typing me back. Like you said, I just entertained it just to see if he recognized he was sending bogus stuff to me and I can see this page. And so what that person ended up doing is coming back, said this was a scam and he deleted that whole page. I couldn't find none of the information after that. So that part for me i just really want people to know stay woke yesterday i was asleep but i'm woke today <laughs> well you guys let me know if anybody else wants to chime in here and ask dave or myself a question or has something to share um you know there are like i was saying before there are many actions that business owners can take on like let's call it a cyclical basis like either you know once a quarter or a monthly basis to safeguard not just their accounts, but also their life online. And that's what I was talking about a couple of minutes ago. It was, you know, in, it was implementing the last pass situation. It was 
uh, making sure that two-factor authentication is on it. You, you know, on Facebook, you can also have a, a list of certain phone numbers that can be text messaged um, in, in, in a backup emergency situation too, to prove that it's you. Um, reviewing your passwords, making sure that you're reviewing who has access. You know, some of you who have teams or are hiring people, you know, sometimes I, I this is, I'm guilty of this myself. When people leave, we forgot to, we forget to take them off of certain um, passwords or certain documents or take away access. And, you know, you can actually, going back to the goal setting for a second, you can make this, you can tie this into part of your goal setting for, for the year, for the quarter is like safeguarding your account. Like what are the goals that you want to implement? You know, one of the things that I want to do because running paid traffic to my business is one of my marketing strategies. Um, I love paid traffic because you get to actually design your avatar through your Facebook, Instagram accounts, you actually get to reach, put your account in front of, or put your ad or put your product, put yourself, put your brand in front of exactly the type of avatar that's interested in, in hearing from you and learning from you. And, and you know that it can be challenging with getting uh, organic visibility to the right people. And sometimes what I noticed even in my own social media account, like I have hundreds of thousands of followers through all my platforms. A lot of times I would gain a lot of followers who weren't my ideal customer they were just an ideal follower <laughs> they were an ideal friend they were an ideal supporter but they weren't necessarily an ideal shopper from my for my products or my courses or my membership or my essential oils so when you can actually run paid traffic you can actually figure out who that exact avatar is and you can put you can put ads in front of them so anyway when i got disabled to 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 say it lightly it was a nightmare and um I'm going to be going through some backup measures to make sure that I never get locked out of my business manager again by creating a backup business manager, by creating a backup Facebook page. Now, you're only allowed to have one Facebook profile. So if your Facebook profile gets disabled, you are you don't have access to your page anymore, but there's ways to get other people administrative access to your page. And there's ways to give other people ad managers access to your, to your um, ad account. There's also, you can have multiple ad accounts within your business manager. And I could even have my husband who has a personal Facebook profile, I could have him set up a page and then he'd set up an ad uh, biz manager and he'd set up an ad account. So if all else fails, this is probably honestly the biggest lesson for those of you who do run paid traffic that I never thought about this before, like having backup pages, biz manager accounts and ad accounts. If you are running paid traffic, that was a huge wake up call to me to be like, wow, I can't hit my numbers this month because this is what I was relying on coming in through this type of marketing and advertising. Another, so, another lesson again, with that, Haley, is you make, yeah, don't, don't have your eggs, all your eggs in one basket. We we had to learn that the hard way too with ads when we got penalized with, with Google ads too. So that's, that's always something that we can learn from too is, you know, don't have your eggs in one basket. And like, like Haley said, make sure you, you know, really have some really serious goals and, and plans and action. Can I ask a question? This is Elena. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. So I constantly get messages on Instagram, like very generic messages. They're all the same saying, uh, we'd like to run ads on your Facebook account. We don't need, uh, we don't need administrator access or anything, but it, they all, they're all very genetic, uh, generic and it kind of seems like a scam. Is that something you've encountered you know the old saying if it walks like a duck and it quacks like a duck it looks like a duck it's a duck so yeah i mean there's red flags right there um do you have a verified account it looks like your instagram's verified i assume maybe yeah 
Yeah, you're, you're a target. Right you're a target. And, and again, that just goes back to the other, uh, the other question, the other things that we were talking about and the precautions that you can take, you know, one of them, especially when you have that, that blue check or you, you're an influencer, you know, you have to guard that account uh, because you are that target. So, you know, yes, the two thought to the, the authentication and, and yes, the, you know, making sure you're not reading the or responding to the right emails, but like, just look at those things there. They don't download as many, very many third party apps. So third party apps has been another way. And so that's what they're, they want to do is they probably wanted you to at some point just, you know, authorize through a third party authorization. Those are the other things that can really put your accounts, but you, you already saw the, you know, was it Elena? You already saw the, the, the signs. You could tell right away. It was a, it was a scam. If you, if you, if something tells you this probably is not legitimate then it's probably not right. Well, it's interesting because they usually say like, well, we don't need access to your Facebook account. But now that you say that, it's it's probably true. There's probably some kind of third party thing that they then ask you to Absolutely. log into. And it's not. Yeah. Like, you know, thing, just so just remember they're, they're, they're going to use. I mean, it's easy to scam because you can use Facebook and Instagram's content that they send to people so they, they can make it look per, like almost legit like they're from from those companies or they're, they're a company that wants to help because they use the same terminology, but there's always that, um, Persian flaw that you have to find and there will be, there will be one find that flaw. And, uh, you know, if you need Facebook advertising, there's plenty of people on this app that could probably do it far more than some bot or some random person. I mean, I get those messages in my, I almost don't look into my IG DMS anymore unless I'm like in a room like this and people want to reach out to me afterwards. But usually it's, hey, I, I can promote your NFT or, hey, we can promote you. And they're just bots. And they all have the same message. You could actually scroll through and see different accounts with the same text copied and pasted. Right. Which you've probably seen. So, yeah, yeah you, you, just like you said, you, you were sharp enough to identify it. And that's the first step is being able to identify it and then just deleting it. I just delete those messages right away. I don't click on anything. I'll block them so that you can limit that type of 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 action coming towards you. Thank you. So, you know, we've talked a lot over the last hour about, you know, actions we can take to be secure. We've talked about things that I'm doing. We've talked about what actually happened with accounts going down and just feeling like, you know, you don't have access to your own life. It feels very violating. It's very scary. It's very intrusive. It can be debilitating from a business standpoint from so many people. We've talked about online security. Um, is there anything else that we've talked about goal setting? And by the way, my um, link to the goal setting workshop, which is free, by the way, is sitting up at the top of the page for you guys. If you want to come and join me on, on January 26th, I'm going to be taking you through the process that I just revamped basically so that I could actually change everything that I um, needed to change in order to like, first of all, pivot from the fiasco that happened with, um, with all my accounts being disabled and then also just to get back on track. And even when my accounts came back yesterday, you know, for one split second, I'm not going to at all claim that I wasn't ecstatic to get them back. 
but I was also like, oh, you know, because we had just pivoted and everything was in place and everything was organized and it took us about two weeks and then all of a sudden it was a shift back again. So, you know, I, I did really put together a beautiful like workshop for you guys and a workbook that you'll have access to and we'll sit for the first hour and we'll talk about life strategies and personal strategies and personal goal setting and then we'll do business on the on the second hour. You can come to the first hour, the second hour or, or both, doesn't matter, just as long as you register, you'll get a confirmation email from me. Um, and just remember, uh, like a lot of you are still messaging me on my old Instagram account, which by the way, I'm not going to get rid of, I'm not going to, I'm not going to delete that one and I'm going to keep it as a backup, but I am definitely a hundred percent moving back to my old account. And that's the one that is attached here to my clubhouse profile. So if you want to hit me in the face right now and then scroll down through my bio and um, I'd probably have to change my bio in a sec because I think it still still says I haven't had an opportunity yet to change my bio. But if you want to hit me in the face and um, scroll down and there'll, there'll be a link that you can click on to go straight through to my old and now being used Instagram account, I'd love to have you follow over there. I, I really prefer messaging over there, even though I went through this sort of debilitating attack. I do find their messenger platform a lot more useful, user-friendly than the one on Clubhouse. I just got to be honest, the one on Clubhouse, I miss messages all the time. They don't show up. I close the app. They're gone. I open the app. You know, messages come back from three or four days ago. It's just not a reliable, a reliable um, messenger app. But is there anything, Dave, that you want to... Uh, and the link to the workshop, by the way, is above my face. If you want to just click on that, is there anything else that you want to add before we roll out for today? No, thank you. Actually, I would just do one last selfless plug just because I never pitch myself on here, but I, it goes with the topic as well, right? So you say, how can I protect myself as an entrepreneur or a business online? The first thing is, is, you know, and I, we use these tools to, um, uh, prospect clients all the time, but your personal information, and if you're listening in this room, your personal information is all over the internet. I could find out most of your addresses and phone numbers just by either doing a quick Google search or looking your, your, you up on a system like Instant Checkmate or uh, Ross, who has been on the platform before, benverified.com. Um, so that's the first. If somebody can get your information, you can get hacked or you can get breached. It's, the, it's always the start. And so people reach out to us because we remove people's personal information from the internet. Link in my bio on Instagram. Um, but, you know, like I said, I never, out of the year that I've been here, I think that's the second time I've ever really pitched myself. Um, you know, we offer great discounts with people from Clubhouse, but I could tell you, you know, but aside that, your personal information is all throughout the internet. These big companies are designed to capture your data and to resell your data. So that's your biggest first part of defense is protecting yourself or your brand <coughs> online is, you know, is making sure that your personal data is not online. So, but again, thanks Glenn. Thank you Haley for allowing me. I've always been a big fan of this room for a long time. Uh, great segment, very important, especially for those of us that are on this social audio app that are constantly, constantly sharing information it's been an honor and it's a privilege. I really thank you again for the time. Yeah, it's funny, Dave, you know, when I was talking to you, we, I was in a room, I think I was hosting my own room last week and you reached out to me uh, here on the back channel and then on Instagram and you were like, hey, um, I didn't know your accounts were hacked. Do you, do you want to talk? And I, and I was like, we got on the phone and I had, I had no idea what you did. Even your, your bio here on, on Clubhouse is slightly cryptic, at least to me. And so I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for you pitching yourself right now because I think that it's important 
that we all get to know who each other are and get to know how we can help each other. And this app has been a huge blessing for me being able to have so many connections that have shouted out or have asked me questions and I've been able to shout out and we've been able to help each other. So you know what? There's a time for a pitch. There's a time for support. There's a time for help. I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for all of you guys being here and um, grateful for the segment. And um, yeah, we'll, mon- we'll head on over to the social media room now with Nate Forrest and Glenn. Thanks always for hosting the room and all of you guys being with us here this Tuesday morning and we'll see you. Yeah, we'll and see if you, you don't have Glenn's planner, the 2020 planner, it's absolutely phenomenal. If he's still selling them, pick one up. Yep. I've got that on my kitchen table. We're using it as a family planner right yeah, now. Yeah, us too, actually. I haven't done the interactive part, but it's, it's, it's huge. It's beautiful. This it's a great price too, man. If if somebody hasn't having trouble with being organized, this... do you have the link to it? I don't have it on me, like offhand. No, I don't. I just rise and grind planner. Probably go to Glenn's profile. I just I got mine last week, and so I'm really really pumped about it. So just want to give Glenn a plug for allowing me to be in the room. Okay, thanks. Of course, of course. All right, you guys, let's call it a day, and we'll. Hit- Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.